and into the pesky pole. And that's going to get down the line. That one looks like it'll stay fair. And goodbye, home run. The pesky pole. The 2-2. Swing a fly ball deep down the right field line. Slicing by the pesky pole. And that ball hits the pesky pole. Slicing toward the pesky pole into the corner, and that ball is gone! A green can. Now on a high fly down the right field line, headed toward the pesky pole. Is he going to tuck it inside? Indeed he does! That is gone! Welcome to another episode of the Pesky Podcast. I am your host, The Rit. With me is my co-host, DC, and of course... Our head writer, Mr. George Sutherland. George, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, you know, we're going to have an interesting weekend up here uh, with the storm coming up. But, uh, yeah, we'll be okay. Uh, Thursday, you're supposed to be going to see Portland. Am I right? Yeah, tomorrow night. Uh, excited. Uh, like I said, I hope uh, Epperson puts uh, our uh, – our two newest additions in the lineup, which I'm really excited to see. So, uh, yeah, and uh, I'll send pictures and during the game and stuff like that and keep you guys filled in. Uh, and, and then you get to see, uh, hopefully, you maybe get to see uh, Alex in action that we got to uh, sit down and interview with. Yeah, um, I'm kind of hoping uh, that would be very nice. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This is uh, This team is stacked right now. Um, yeah. you know, with, with talent. And the only unfortunate thing is Maya's done for the season, but this 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 lineup in this bench is just stacked with talent. Yeah, definitely. DC, what's going on, my man? This past weekend, you you were you had a pretty exciting uh eventful weekend. Tell everybody a little bit about it. Yeah, I got to go up to Boston. Uh, my wife bought me tickets to uh take my dad to uh, the Red Sox game and see them play the Orioles this past Saturday. It was a, a birthday gift for for us, or for me and my dad to have. I mean, obviously for my birthday, we don't share the same birthday, but um, it was a good time. I don't really get to spend too much time outside of, you know, my hometown with my dad. So it's been quite a long time since him and I spent time together like that, just us two. So it was definitely a cool experience. Um, we didn't really get to do too much because the weather kind of sucks. So we just kind of chilled in the hotel Friday, went to the game early Saturday, or not early, but in the afternoon gotten our seats for about a half hour and by the time i came back from getting us some food the rain delay started and we had to go underneath the grandstand but about like an hour and a half delay but it was uh it was good man it was an exciting game um obviously fell short but it was cool to see some fight in them you know to kind of come back and make it within a one run game but yeah I mean, it was a great time got to have some good time or good moments with my dad i mean he's not really the biggest baseball fan but it was kind of cool to see him getting pumped up you know as we were coming back um I think they were down like 7-2 at one point. And I look over and he's going nuts when we put up a couple runs. And uh, I don't know, it was just cool to see, man. Yeah, awesome. and, and you were, you were in Section 69, my man. Actually, I was oh. in uh, the one the box 154. That was right in front of me. And it's funny thing is oh. I took that picture and I didn't even realize it. So all my <laughs> friends kind of just pointed that out. And I'm like, you know, that makes it even better. Yeah. But no, man, uh, you guys, we scored – or the game had more runs scored that you went to than probably my last three or four games combined. Like that was just boom after run after run. And that in the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, 
DC, we're going to talk about this all, you know, on this weekend. But give us a little taste. What was the atmosphere like on the verge of that comeback? And do you think they should have sent him home? I mean, the atmosphere was pretty pretty nuts. It was cool to be a part of. I mean, the whole game, it felt like a playoff game, even though, you know, the Sox were out of it or, or basically out of it at this point. But, um, yeah, the atmosphere was pretty cool to experience myself. You know, being a PA, we don't really get to experience Fenway as much as we'd like. So um, to be a part of that was really special. And, yeah, I think they should have sent him. At this point, you don't have anything to lose. Um, he's got good speed. And what's the worst that's going to happen? You know what I mean? He's going to get thrown out. Game's over. you got to try there. I mean, especially, like I said, you have nothing to lose. Um, it, once that happened, it was kind of the nail in the coffin as far as uh, the season, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, and then with the Yankees, we are down you know, two out of three so far against and I'm, against yeah, And them. it's funny you bring that up is we're tied for last place. And the one guy in my baseball league, we uh, we bet the beginning of the season before I started that the Red Sox would, he bet the Red Sox would finish last. And I was, I was talking some shit the last few weeks. We're like, hey, man, uh, that bet's looking nice. So I guess I can kind of blame myself for the, the downfall. Hey, can't blame yourself. Tonight, it's a new night. Our man Tanner Houck's on the mound. And Halkamania, baby. The new shirts. Head on over. Halkamania running wild. He's on the mound tonight. Get our go on our website. Pick up the shirt. You know, Tanner, Tanner's been doing pretty good the last two outings. So let's just keep it going. So we wanted to sit there and switch things up. It was a huge hit. Uh it was one of our you know more popular downloaded ones when George earlier this season uh wanted to play a little GM. So now that uh, our season's dwindling down by the day, we're going to do a little post-season GM. We get real-life luxury tax all set. It's, It's restarted. You know, we're at the helm. We get to choose what, what we do, okay? So we're, we're going to go move by move a little bit here. So let's start with George. What was the first move you did overall? The season is over. World Series you know, game is over. Now we're into free agency. Well, as we all know, the number one need on this team is starting pitching. So I got a little inventive and I decided that we were going to go after Corbin Burns, uh, trading Alex Verdugo, Mickey Romero, uh, Miguel, Miguel Blyce, and Mata for him. It may seem like a hefty price, but this, guy, this guy's a real difference maker. Uh, he's, a, he's a quality pitcher. You know, maybe he comes to Boston and will sign an extension, but it's time to start using up some of those, you know, those uh, chips that we have sitting on the side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Verdugo is now expendable. So, Wow, George, you, right from the date, you're going starting pitcher, which is definitely one of our biggest needs. Me? We're not getting there yet, George. I'm calling Heim Bloom in the office. And I'm going to do something that John Henry hasn't done for quite some time. I'm giving the man a two-year extension. 
I got to give it to him. I got to see what the vision is. Luxury tax is, is there. He, he, has, he has the keys to the house. He got us a great farm system. Now let's see what else he can do. Now, that is my first thing. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people, a lot, there's the Theo thing, which that is complete bullshit. Yeah, it's not going to I don't happen. believe that. No. So, uh, DC, day one, what's your move, my man? I'm, uh, I'm going to go try out and go get uh, Yamamoto. I think uh, I think he's a stud. Um, I really like that Burns idea that uh, George had. I think he uh, would do some good things. I think they go out and they sign a guy, and I think um, they make a trade for a pitcher as well. Um, and I would say if I would go for a pitcher through trade, it would be Corbin Burns. I also like Aaron Nola in, uh, in a, as a starter, you know, in free agency. But if I had to pick, I'd go Yamamoto. I think he's just going to be filthy. Um, I, th I think I read something the other day. The Yankees are going to throw some money at him. So it's going to be a dogfight to try to get him, which kind of scares me. I don't know how high I'd want to go. But he made my first option. Aaron Nola would be second. Um, just to touch on the Heim Bloom, at this point, I feel like you have to ride it out. You got to give him a two-year extension. At least, I mean, he he built the farm, he reset the tax. So, at this point, you just got to see what he's up to. As much as I don't know, I'm 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 Team Heim right now, but I'm a, I just feel like we're just so far into it. We have to, we just gotta, we gotta man the ship and see where he's headed. I'm not willing to give him an extension right now. I let him finish out his turn, you know, see where he goes. But he's shown, you know, particularly the last two trade deadlines, he suffers from analysis paralysis, right? And if he's if he's in contention, okay, what's he gonna do? All right. He's got if he's if he's loaded up on talent, he's in he needs to make some moves. Is he gonna overanalyze the thing or what? This'll be you know, he's got the keys to the car, you know, can he get in the fast lane and you know get pulled, you know, go bombing down the road but he hasn't shown that he can do that you know it's he he's he's so analytical at times i think it gets in his way you know and he's he's done a great job doing the uh getting options from squared away i mean you know the results are there for themselves i just don't think that he's got what it takes to to make the you know, roll the dice, make the, the the crucial move at the trade deadline because he hasn't demonstrated it yet. So, especially the last two years, he struggled with that. Oh, mightily. Uh, uh, trade trade deadline. I agree with you, George. But from day one, he's had to do some of the hardest decisions ever. You know, so I I gotta. He did a great job. As you sit there and said, Portland, that's our farm system right there. That is 75% yes. of our farm system right there. So uh, day two, move number two, George. What are you doing, my man? What are you doing? Um, that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm going to extend – I'm going to uh, take the option. Uh, uh, I'm going to make sure that uh, turn is back. And I'm also going to uh, make a reasonable offer to Duvall uh, to come back. I think that, you know, he suffered that freak injury 
in Detroit early in the year, and it really cut him down. He's struggling right now, but he's listen. He's got almost twenty home runs right now, and he hasn't even. He's got what three hundred twenty at bats. I mean, you know, we all know that when he gets to four to five hundred at bats, he's he's a real force, and he's you know he can play all three outfield positions, and that that makes Verdugo expendable. Ah, see, I, I like your thinking. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit more about that a little bit later because we are really left-handed heavy. Correct. So, um, my second move I'm doing, DC, you guys hated me, you and the pesky party girls. Oh, AC, I, know I know where this is going. AC, it's, it's time to go. You're not leaving the organization, but you got to get the hell up out of that, uh, off the field. I'm going to offer AC a job to move up. And we're bringing in Jason Veritek, baby. I, I love Veritek is something that we need, I believe, to bring in his own staff. So Bush is gone. He's got to be. But Veritek knows more about pitching than Bush does. You know? So I think AC's gone respect we can offer him a job up Veritek is the new manager he he sits there and we get rid of bush which is one heck of a problem that that we he ruins pitchers you know george ac ruins the bullpens we talked about that you know how many times george yeah. so that is my next move the pesky party girls didn't like the move until i said about Veritek, and then they said they could get by on it so that's my second move. DC, what about you, my man? Uh, this might not be too popular, but I mean, if uh, Ver- like I know I talked about George's move with Burns, if he doesn't get traded as far as Verdugo, I'd uh, put him in another different trade, get him out of there. Um, just like you said, we're really hefty le- or lefty heavy. Um, I say you go out and sign a guy like Teoscar Hernandez. I think um, he could uh, he could do some damage in Fenway, and I just. I was I was sold on Verdugo for a little bit in the beginning of the year, but he just I don't know. I it just the last the last half of the season he looked like he wanted to be there. I mean, he kind of tore it up after that benching, but even watching him when I was in person, he just didn't have that that spunk about him anymore. Um that worries mm-hmm. me. I don't know if it's some friction between him and Cora. I know Cora kind of rides him pretty hard compared to the other players, but I think he's just trying to get more out of him. And I'm just a big fan of Teoscar Hernandez, but there's a lot of guys out there. Um, but I won't go too far because I know we're going move by move, and I kind of, I kind of did a double move yeah. on the first one. So, hey, uh, uh, looking at the free agency coming up, let's see if I can I can bring this up quick. And if you guys can sit there and see, like, there's not a lot. Like no. DC, I was I was I was right there with you, looking at uh, Teoscar Hernandez just because what he did against the Red Sox and his time with the Blue Jays. But there is very little, very little, uh, really star power out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, for, for position players, that is. So, like, it's crazy, you know. 
I do like the like the Hernandez thing though. I I, I do I do like it. Uh and I, I kind of like where you went there. So I think he would pepper uh the green monster. I think he would be putting a bunch of dents in there. Kind of like we expected Deval do. Like George said, he kind of had a weird year. He had that freak injury. Um yeah. I just like Teoscar, he's 31, so he's still still got plenty in the tank. And I think uh I think he would just do well. Yeah. George, number three, coming up. What are you doing, my man? Okay. Um, to shore up the defense, okay, particularly in the infield, uh, I would take a flyer on Whit Merrifield for second base. Okay. $18 million. He's going to cost you, okay, because of his contract. But, yeah, I'd take a flyer on that. That really frees up Rafaela to, to to do be your everyday center fielder or you know a backup at shortstop. I'm still I'm still worried about Story's arm. Okay, we'll see. You know, and he he's got to come back and and hit a little bit better. But you know, he's had a screwed up year, so I'm I'm you know I'm not going to hold him to that. But yeah, I think we need to demonstrate we need better. Um, defensive prowess. The other option is you put Rafaela at second base. Uh, I'm not so sure that's a great long-term move, but right now your your weaknesses are uh, third base and somewhat first base and, uh, until Casas matures a little bit more as a fielder. But yeah, Devers is Devers is definitely a sore spot at third. So let's shore up the let's shore up the rest of the middle and get somebody like a Merrifield. Man, George. I did not think no one else was going to be going there. <laughs> that was my next move. I swear to God, I love uh, what Mary Field. I, I sit there and and I was looking at defense. You know, starting pitching's there. Defense was also horrible for us this year. I had signed with Maryfield. Yep. You know, sign him, and then one year deal, two year deal, maybe one year yep. with an option. You know. Sign him. Uh, I was having him play second. Then next year, which will be 2025, yep. move, move Story to second and let Raphael play your everyday shortstop. Or no, uh, Marcelo Meyer will be at shortstop. Meyer if he's ready. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm going to skip Merrifield now because you already stole my thunder. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> So let's sit there. I got to go with DC. I got to sign Yamamoto. Got to. Like, everybody's going to be so baffled and, and, and stargazing over Otani, not knowing what, what anything comes out to be with his medical or anything. I think we got DC. You said about the Yankees going to throw money. The Yankees have a lot of money wrapped up in the next three years with the players they already have. I don't know what more they can sit there and offer Yamamoto. But I think with his connection with uh, Yoshida, we are Boston has taken care of Japanese players immensely when they come here. You know, Koji, yes. uh, Tazawa, uh, 
Dice K. Uh, Dice K. Yeah. But I sit there, you throw all the eggs in that basket, give me Yamamoto to, I wouldn't even say be the ace of the staff. He could be number two until he proves it, you know, gets used to it. But Yamamoto is, is my next uh, my next big thing. I, I, I'm i pretty sure, you know, we're, we're all going to be on that train. But uh, DC, what would be next for you? Well, since George, uh, you know, stole our thunder, now it's a good pick with Merrifield. This might be unpopular, but I like Tim Anderson. I think he could play a good second base. So he had an off year. He can get him cheap. He's on a club option next year, and I think uh, I don't think they re-signed him, especially with all the drama that he's had. I think he he's uh, what, three, Boston. fourteen million or something like that. Yeah, fourteen yeah. million. I think uh, I think they cut him loose, and I I don't know. I've always been a fan of him. I know he, people say he's a club count or clubhouse cancer, but I think playing in Chicago has been a mess since Larusa has been there. Um, he kind of destroyed that clubhouse with his old school old school management. Um, but yeah, I'm going Tim Anderson, man. I, I'm a big fan. I think he has a big year, a big uh, bounce back year. He can steal bags. His defense isn't bad. He's serviceable at second base. Um, I know he's a shortstop, but move him over. Um, he could also spell uh, story whenever he uh, needs some couple of days off. Yeah. And I just, I'm just a huge fan of Tim Anderson. I think you put him on a winning squad. Um, when I think, I think the Red Sox are going to be that team next year. I'm not saying that they're going to come out and win the World Series, but I think they make some noise. I think a lot of the young, you know, young players kind of start putting it together. Casas, you know, improves his defense. Comes out, hits 30, 35 bombs. Um, I think it's an exciting team to play for, and I think Tim Anderson would go for it. I just don't see him being his option being picked up by the White Sox. So I'm going to go Tim Anderson. If, uh, you know, I don't want to pick the same thing, you know, as far as Merrifield, yeah. but I'm a big Merrifield fan. Well, one one big thing I, that I took Merrifield is because he plays multiple positions. And unlike a person that had said, said he had stuff on his resume, what Merrifield legitimately – has multiple positions on a resume and he can play each one quite well outfield shortstop uh he's played a little third base and he's you know he's played second base so uh that's why i took merrifield you know and, and wanted him on the team george what's going on man what's up next for you this one's gonna this one's coming out of nowhere um the Chris Sale experiment is over. I think I think you you send him packing, and see what kind of prospect haul you can get back. And that goes in line with the fact that you get you going after Burns. I'm also presuming that they're going to be in in on Yamamoto, Nola, or Stroman. Okay, uh, I, I, the, the, this this town cannot deal with another. When is Chris Hill going to break down again? And if he goes someplace and stays healthy for a season, magnificent. Boston's had enough. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's next. I think that uh, Chris Hill experiment's over. He's George. got that thing is twenty-seven and a half million dollars. He's got oh, he's yeah. getting the same amount credited against the salary cap as Rafi. Okay. Mm -hmm. That twenty-seven and a half million dollars can do a lot in terms of perhaps getting you a haul of young pitches, maybe a, a young, you know, maybe you free up somebody, uh, uh, you know, out of Miami, you know, 
and, and whatever. But yeah, it, he, he's, he's gone in my book. Well, I was going to wait a little bit to say that move. I had Sale gone also. I, I was debating to put the man in the bullpen. But I, but I'm, I'm packaging Sale. Okay. I have Sale and Verdugo. Oh. Both going in a package deal where we're going to eat half of Sale's salary. Okay. And there was one team in the season that was talking uh, about Chris Sale. I don't know if they'd still take him, but it's it's the Mets. I got Verdugo. I got Sale getting traded for the Mets. And in return, we'll take their number 11 overall prospect. Who uh who ha- had some uh, had some time? Jose Budo. I like the kid. Uh, let's sit there and uh, let's bring him up here a little bit here. Uh, I, I I like him. He throws right. You know, he, he's a hard thrower too. Uh, this mm-hmm. season he, he was one and two with a three point four six ERA. You know, he started four games so. We can get a a decent possible starter in return, you know, for Verdugo and Chris Sale. Uh, man, it's it's just I was looking at a trade options, and I I tried to look up that stupid thing where uh, the point values and stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. you can find that. Let me know. I haven't been able to find it either. So uh, DC, what's that thing that we're talking about? You and I were talking about that before. Wait, with the baseball savant one? Yeah. 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 But no, I I, I say we, we, we get give them Verdugo because the, the Mets are going to need an outfielder. Uh, if they're willing to sit there and take sale, we eat half the contract. And I, I like that young kid, Jose uh, Budo. You know, I, it, I was just trying to find the right team for him. And, you know, that was my next pick. Sale, sales done, you know. So that would leave what uh, Devers as the last uh, 2018 guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, this one here will be for the better, I, I, I believe. So, I, I'm with you, George. Verdugo's got to go. I shook up my outfield uh, tremendously. Uh, sale, we. we we can't keep doing this. Not every year. No, especially for what he's getting this year, which is the same, the equivalent to what Rafi's making. That's a yeah. lot of money for what even he just he hasn't earned it yet. You know, with his injuries and stuff. So. So. But, uh, What's up, man? You're next. Uh, before I get into what I would do, I want to touch on the whole Chris Sale thing because you of all people know how much I love Chris Sale. Yeah. I mean. I fucking adore the guy. He, uh, I think he um, sold his arm for that 2018 World Series. I think uh, that played a lot into his injuries. So at the end of the day, I, I can't personally be mad at him. Um, and honestly, he holds himself to a high standard. And he's the most accountable player I think I've ever seen in in a long time. I mean, he, he fucks up and he, he owns it, you know, and he feels terrible about it. You can see it in his face. Um, I was listening to the ITM uh, podcast and they were talking about him going to the Dodgers. And I could see that happening. You know, they they have a 
a thing about taking our our contracts. I think we'd have to pay at least half, like you said. But I I could see him being a Brazier point or two point going over there and resurrecting his career, you know, a little bit, you know, for a year or two, pitching in some important games, which would suck, you know, to see because obviously I want to see him, I want to see him uh, succeed here, but I just don't see it happening. I was on the same uh, same boat as you as I. If we don't trade him, I would like to see him in a bullpen. You know, try to see a one inning type of deal. You know, don't extend him anything yep. past one. Have him come out, throw some straight gas. You know, throw that slider. But it all comes down to health. But uh, mine's not going to be the most popular. It's a, a small move, I in my opinion. But I'd get rid of uh, Reese McGuire and I'd sign Mitch Garver as a backup catcher. I think uh, he'd be pretty decent. You know, give uh, Connor Wong some uh, time off. I'm not. I'm not too up to date on his defense, but uh, Connor Wong is the main guy. You know, you can afford to have a. Uh, Garver come in, you know, once or twice a week. He's got power. Um, he hits around probably like 260, 270, which is what you, you know, you can expect that out as a backup catcher. And he has got some pop. And I think uh, mm -hmm. he'd do some damage in Fenway. Um, that's what I would do. I know I kind of went early, like I said, in the first move, I kind of gave like three moves. So it kind of, you know, used all my bullets on that one. But uh, yeah, I'd get rid of Reese McGuire. I just, I've never been a fan of him. Um, I don't know. It's just a, the history, you know that he has going on outside of the the baseball life and what he got caught up in but i, I just not a fan i i i think mitch garber would do some good and um you know add some pop when uh wong's struggling yeah and and we've got one heck of a heck of a catcher coming up in a year or two you know i i, I kind of hope they let him develop all i want him all next year in portland you know with kyle teal uh, yeah. let him let him develop and then you know 2025 you know maybe split with uh with the woo socks and, and up in up in boston yeah sign garbage to uh, your deal via bridge you know as a backup and uh see what happens because i think teal is going to be i mean very very early anything can happen but he's extended you know ascended through the the minors so far he just got drafted in what june so yeah. i'm really excited yep. to see him I'm I'm stoked, but I hope they do give him time to to develop and don't rush him. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm and that would be great because Veritek is uh, he's pretty fond of catchers, so you know. But he's not the one that's going to be making the moves. He's just got to deal with it. But uh, I can sit there and and see him, you know, uh, liking a a, a Mitch Garver uh, type move, George. What's up with you now? What's going on, sir? Uh, next one, we'll re-sign re James Paxton. Okay. okay. Um, th this presumes that you have already uh, picked up another frontline starter to, mm -hmm. to be the lead dog in the pack, one and one a with Bayo. Uh, take some of the pressure off of him, have him come in and be a three or a four. Um, you know, that would not be the worst thing. He's definitely proved it. He's, you know, he's pitched the more mornings than he has in the last couple. So, you know, he's, he's kind of shot right now. So, but I, I give him a strong winter of workouts. I think he'll be fine. Do it in so, a one-on-one so, -on -one deal and see what happens. So George, you're, you got Corbin Burns. Yep. Bayo. Mm -hmm. Paxton. Yep. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's a nice starting pitching staff. Nice you see what happens. Pitch. You see what happens with Yamamoto, Nola, or uh, Stroman. 
at the very least, you bring Pavetta back, okay, as your five. I think he's, I think he's earned it. I love the guy, okay. You know, innings eater, okay. They don't grow on trees. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I there's a lot of things. I think moving sale, maybe you get some you get something as a starter. I don't know, Miami take him and then we'll uh we'll, we'll take Santana. I mean, you know. Well, my next move was the reason why I didn't put sale in the bullpen. I'm I got to sign me some hater aid. Give me Josh Hader. Yeah. We can bring him in. Him, Martin, Kenley, and then when Kenley's gone, put Hader in our closing spot. Oh man, wink. Oh man, yeah. that bullpen will be stacked, and we won't have AC there to blow through it. So that is my next move. Give me some Josh Hader. I I love the kid. I love the kid. You know, I, I actually thought he would do a lot better out there. And uh, slam Diego, but he didn't. But he, he's he's coming to go find himself a nice little home in Fenway. So, DC, what's going on, man? What's up next for you? You took it. You took it. No, I was I was on the same boat. I think um, signed him to a multi-year deal. You kind of shore up the the left-handed guy out of the bullpen, especially the late-inning guy. I think we struggle with that a lot this year. You know, lefties they kind of be inconsistent um yeah i mean and then honestly i think if i had to choose another one since you picked him i wouldn't mind bringing in uh actually no i'm not gonna say that i was gonna say maybe uh offer joey Votto a small contract come in and uh be backup first baseman i know we're gonna i want to shore up uh justin turner but i think with him being 39 40 i would like to keep him at dh only um but obviously it depends on what we do with uh yoshida because i don't think he's going to be serviceable completely in every game in uh, left field. Um, his defense is a little suspect. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm on a Josh Hader train. I think uh, you got to build with the bullpen, especially it depends on what happens with the starting pitcher. We might, you know, pitching market, we might need that uh, that bullpen. Hey, or we're going to need the I'm bullpen, hoping, obviously. But I'm, I'm hoping we get Josh Hader. I already got the shirt laid out, Haterade. So <laughs> got to get the merch. Got to get the merchandising corner. So, George, I, I, George, George, I'm seeing you. I'm seeing you're scrolling through those glasses. What's your next move, my man? Um, this, this is, this is like, uh, you know, if I could make it happen, I would. Um. I would like I would explore quietly what it would take don't say to it. get Mike Trout Mike Trout here. That'd be dope. Okay. His his salary for next year is I got it here is thirty seven one one six million. Mm -hmm. That that's the prorated signing bonus and everything else. All right. 
Um, I'm not going to ask him to play center field. Okay. I think that's a lot to ask, but put him in the corner. Uh, I think Adi Moreno is going to try to keep Otani. I think maybe you offload Yoshida. Okay. Uh, particularly if we don't get Yamamoto. And maybe throw in a couple of other things. But I think that he's an East Coast guy. I think he, I think he thrived in Fenway. Um, and if you put him in the, if you put him in one of the corners, he's he's going to prolong his career because he's really he's really beat himself up, you know, playing center field. And you could DH him. As much as I love Yoshida, and I think he's done great things, um, you know. Another heavy right-handed bat that we can actually use. Man, that's that's the last time I that's that's the last of my, you know, pulling stuff out of midair. <laughs> well, it's time for me to pull out my stop, George. I like your Corbin Burns. I love your Corbin Burns, but uh, Heim Bloom. Pine Bloom's been building a hell of a farm system, hasn't he? Yes, he has. And now is when the time comes to sell off some of those pieces. In a package deal where we're not only going to get a number two, but we're going to get a number three starter also. We're getting Brandon Woodruff. We're going to get Corbin Burns. And we're going to be giving up. Carter Crawford, Whitlock, Wickelman Gonzalez, which is our number nine, Blaze Jordan, which is our number 12, Miguel Blease, number five, Nick York, number six, and we will be giving up Roman Anthony. Oh. Our number two. Oh. That- we want starting pitching. Woodruff, uh, he has one year of arbitration left. $10.8 million he made this year. Corbin Burns, one year. Base salary, ten point one. I I like it. This will be my starting rotation. Yamamoto, Woodruff, Burns, Bayo, Hauk. Like, you can't get much... Yeah, we just lost our two, five, six, nine, and twelve. Holy shit! Prospects. But even if we can sit there and get uh, Burns or Woodruff to a long-term extension, give them three, four years apiece. That sure is up our rotation for quite some time. They're probably going to want somebody major league ready. So, or major major league talent because they're losing two major leaguers. I'm giving but them that's, Cutter Crawford and, and that's an that's an incredible package, though. Like I, I, I'm shit. giving them Whitlock. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them <laughs> wow. Cutter Crawford. I'm, I'm giving them the most mature 19 year old that MLB has seen in quite some time, Roman Anthony. Like that. Uh, we need starting pitching, and that's the that's 
that's the best package I could put together. Like overall, be overall, like ridiculously. So that is my big splash. You know, DC, do, do you have a big splash on yours? I don't know who I'd want to trade, but I think my big splash would be going after Luis uh, Robert, make a trade for him. Um, and then even if uh, the the White Sox don't, uh, if the White Sox pick up that option, throw Tim Anderson in a deal with those two. Um, I don't know who I'd give up, but uh, I love Luis Robert. I think he's a beast. I think uh, he's going to be great for a long time. Um, I really like George's idea for uh, Mike Trout. I just don't know if that's feasible. I know he is a big East Coast guy, though. I just don't know if the um, the Angels have the balls to make that trade, especially if they uh, end up losing out on Otani, which I, ultimately I think they do. I don't think they have the money or the um, or honestly the uh, the future that that's going to entice him to come back. I think they really dropped the ball in not trading him at the deadline. I mean, they made that you know made all those moves, and then what a month later they DFA'd like five guys, you know five. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I just I yeah. don't. And they, and they all became contributors to people who are at the fringe of the wild card race. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got Renfro, um, and uh, you know, went to Cincy. He's doing pretty decent. Giolito. Giolito. Um, yeah. You know, I think those four I, of the five guys got got uh, picked up right away. I just uh, I don't know. I would love to see also my crowd in uh, Boston. Also, he could reset his uh, his salary cap situation yeah. and you know you're dealing with Adi Moreno so logic doesn't has nothing to do with it okay yeah so All impulse you know he's he's this century's um Charlie Finley but yeah I would uh make a shrewd move occasionally but most of the time he's a clown yeah mm -hmm. it, it's crazy like you have to be able to have a great enough farm system to pull off a trade like that and still have some. Like in the top two farm systems, Pirates and Baltimore. Yep. And neither one of those guys want to, teams want to pay money. Like w we have a great farm system now. You know, that will put right. us right in there. Uh, I'm not sure who else. The Mets, I think, are up there. So... It's crazy. Uh, overall, what do you guys think of all of our moves that we said about? What, which ones do you like? What, which ones do, you know? Do you are, are you aren't you a big fan of? Uh, George, let's start with you. I love your, I love your thought process with the with Milwaukee, the Brewers to, you know, to bring in Burns and Woodruff. That's it's a hefty price, but it does set you up for having a nice rotation. But you, the the big thing you'd have to do with that is sign Burns to a long term extension, you know, and make it count because that you know you lose he's a he's a UFA after next year, so yeah. uh, you know that's but that's that's a that's a gutsy move, man, you know. Uh, but yeah, that would that would be good. That would be good. Uh, that's that's the number one. Here, here's a question: um, Are they allowed? Kind of like uh, when we traded for the Dodgers uh, with Mookie. Are we allowed to like talk to them and be like, okay, 
you know, we will trade for Corbin Burns if he guarantees us an extension. Are, are we allowed to do stuff like that? I don't know if you could leave, like, and with the no, rules, it's not like basketball. Sure have, you could have like a backroom deal. I'm sure that they do. Um, yeah. You know, off the record, you'd you'd have to. You know what I mean? You can't trade yeah, but, all the, or, that future. Yeah. It's not, it, it, there's nothing like a sign and trade like in basketball, you know, where they sign him and then, you know, off he goes. But oh, uh, that was going to be, be my next thing. But you're not uh, in baseball. I think it's once you sign a deal, you can't be traded in so many, you know, in so long. So, right. but yeah, it, I, I had to, I had to, th- I had to get a splash. I had to sit there and get our starting uh, rotation in. I think Hater, you know, really helps our bullpen. Uh, Defensive-wise, I have Massa at left field, Duran at center field. I love Abreu. I love Abreu at right field. Devers at third, Trevor Story at short, Merrifield at second, Casas at first, Wong at catcher, uh, Turner at DH. And in the bench, I I still have McGuire. Uh, I have Rafaela on the bench, uh, Reyes and Valdez. You know, I, I I sit there and think that I don't like Rev Snyder. Like, I don't want him to come back. Like, he doesn't cost another, anything. He doesn't cost anything, but it, but he hasn't produced in, in the last uh, so many plate appearances either against lefties. So, I, I think Rafaela, you know, will sit there and help us out a lot more. Maryfield can also play the outfield, which help which helps us a little bit. So that that's that's where I went all in at DC. Uh, what was one? Of, what was you know stuff that you liked? What was stuff stuff that you didn't like? I mean, I guess I'll start with the one I didn't like, but that's a lack of better term. I'm with George. I really like where your head's at as far as Woodruff and uh, Burns. It's just a very very steep price, and honestly. I don't think Heim Bloom makes that deal just for how much you know he effort he's put into building that that farm system. You're really you're really gutting it. Obviously, like George said, you have to make sure that you can sign him to a long term extension because that's that might be one of the most expensive rentals in MLB history if that were to turn into him just being here for one year. I do really like it. It's just I don't like the the package we'd be giving out, but I do like where your heads at. Um, I like the Whitmerry field a lot. I think he's been one of my favorite players for a long time. I tried to always get him in my fantasy league. Finally got him last year, drafted him pretty high. He had a really, really shitty year. Um, but then this year, he uh, he didn't have uh, guaranteed playing time, and he, he was hovering around 300. He stole some bags. Um, 281, 25 yeah. stolen bases. And he can uh, he can play numerous uh, base or uh, positions, which obviously with all the injuries we saw this year with the Red Sox, you need that kind of guy. Um, you know, he's a super utility guy. I think he could be the guy that we thought Kike would be for us. And I think he'd be a lot more productive. Um, I know he's going to be 35 or he is 35. Um, but I think he'd be really, you know, really cheap. Probably sign him for like 10 million, you know, and a club option for the second year. But yeah, I, uh, you guys had some really good ideas, stuff that I really think about. We also had a lot of stuff that we do agree on, you know, that we both, you know, we all picked. So I don't know. I'm excited for this off season. I think, uh, I think it's make or break for uh, Bloom. I actually thought he was done after this year as far as contract, but he has a one more year on his deal. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited to see all the pieces come together. I just, 
I hope he does something. You got to make a move. You got to put your stamp on this team. You know, you got to stop worrying about the farm system now. Start using those pieces, you know, one, two, three here to make a nice deal. Um, but I think you need to start spending some money. The taxes reset. Um, got to focus on starting pitching. That, that's first and foremost. You need to get a bona fide number one starter. We haven't had one, honestly, since uh, Chris Sale has gotten hurt, you know, in like the last, mm -hmm. what, five years, four years. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you, other than Bale and a couple of starts this year in that string back in like May and June, that I've been confident where, you know, we go into a game and I'm like, damn, you know what? We're going to tear them apart because we have, we're going to go out and get seven innings out of this guy. We haven't had that. I know that's not the type of game that's really played anymore with openers. Um, you know, it's really analytical with, you know, not going three times through the order, stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I'm stoked for this off season. It sucks that this season didn't work out. I think it was a little overly optimistic. Um, kind of came back to earth, you know, in the last month or so, you know, cause they tease us, you know, they, play really well, win like seven, eight in a row, then they lose five of six. Win seven, eight in a row, lose another six out of seven. You know, it's just, I want some consistency. But as we talked before, we've all been fans before, you know, 2004. So as much as we've been spoiled, I feel like all three of us are pretty realistic and, you know, we're pretty humble when it comes to, you know, tempering our expectations. But I think I went a little too high with my expectations this year, which is my own fault. DC, when you and I were talking in the beginning, we we both agreed, you know, wild card ish. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think I've I don't think I've heard anybody sit there say that we were going to win the division. You no, know? I think I had the pick for like ninety two wins, which you know yeah, now. I, uh, mm -hmm. I sit there and I finished. You know, I finished third. I sit there and said what we would finish. You know, and and, and it's just I didn't go through the injuries like we had. Uh, one honorable mention that I was looking at, if we can't sign or re-sign Justin Turner, I would like to move Devers to DH for a season or two and bring in Matt Chapman. Uh, I love his defensive glove. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it'll give Devers some time off away from that hot corner when he has his, you know, downs. Because – I just it baffles me sometimes how the man could go from the highest of the highs to be getting his head and he's you know the lowest of the lows. Like I don't know if this year he's missing his buddy to the left of him to try to like you know keep him in the game or what. But man, that's just it it bothers me with his defense how he's really good one game and then next game he's struggling. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that scares me about like that, that's just a lot of money to pay a DH. That's the only thing that, you know, holds me up. But I agree, you know, when, one game he's making phenomenal plays, the next three or four he's, you know, fumbling balls, you know, that are hit right at him, overthrowing the bag. Um, sometimes he looks lost out there. I, I mean, I like his attitude and he's like, you know, not lackadaisical, but carefree. But I think sometimes that that hurts him in the field. You know, it's it's cool being carefree you know, rolling with the punches, but sometimes you got to, you know, really got to focus in. And sometimes I think he lacks that. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you see, you see him, if he dies back into a bag after trying to get picked off, he sits on the ground for like a minute. It's like, all right, bro, that was cool the first 10 times, but let's just, let's get up and let's get back to playing ball, you know, but I love Devers. I think he's going to be obviously a huge, huge part of our team for the next foreseeable future. 
10 years, you know, after this year. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they would pay pay somebody that much just to be a DH. I think he needs to, you know, put some uh, some work in this offseason, work on his defense. But I, I don't hate the move because I, I love Matt Chapman. I think uh, he started off the year really, really hot, um, kind of mm-hmm. fell off a little bit. But uh, I think he he would do well. I just I think there's there's players that are built for Fenway. And I think of guys like Teoscar Hernandez, Matt Chapman, you know, Luis Robert. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they would put him at DH, you know, as far as Devers. It's just a lot of money. But he's gonna uh, he's gonna eventually end up yeah. there. I mean, in at least in five or six years, I think he'll be a full time DH. So uh guys, we're running out of time. So George, uh, give us some final food for thought. Um, I think Bloom sticks around to see what he can do. Um, I think, as I said earlier, I think that his ability to make a crucial trade at the trade deadline will be analyzed incredibly this coming next summer. Uh, if he can't figure out what to do, um, he's going to be on a train out of town so fast it won't, you know, spin your head. Um, I think AC stays. I, I I do. I think AC stays, uh, primarily because he hasn't had much to work with the last couple of years, and as much as he eats, as much as he kills bullpens, he's a better manager than a lot that are out there. Dusty Baker has been known to kill bullpens too, so, uh, yeah, I I think that this what they do this off season is key. You know they've they've assembled some assets. Let's put them to use, and you know let's you know let's, let's go get some yucks with uh, John Henry Bucks. Exactly, DC. Any final thoughts for you? Yeah, just uh, the rest of the season. I just want to see them focus on giving some young guys some at bats. You need to put Raphael in the in the uh, lineup every day. Um, Abreu needs to be in there. See what he has. I agree with uh, George. I think Cora. He makes it to at least next year. Um, I think next year is a big year for Haim and Cora. Um, I'm still high on Alex Cora. I just maybe it's just a soft spot for you know bringing him home that championship in 2018. I think he's a great manager. I think there are some decisions that he makes that are just like, what the hell are we doing? But at the same time, how many how much of those decisions are also influenced from up top with the the analytical kind of guys that are in the front office? Yes, he can really misuse the bullpen. But like I said. You know, we don't know who's available. We don't know who gets the, the green before the game, you know, from the training staff as far as resting, injuries, stuff like that, that we do not hear about. Um, right. But I'm, I'm really am excited for this year, this postseason, or not this postseason. I mean, I'm excited for postseason baseball, even if the Red Sox are in it. Obviously, I want to see the Red Sox be playing in October, you know, trying to go for a championship. But I'm really excited for the offseason. I, uh, I think we make some moves. I hope we make some moves. If we don't, I'm gonna be severely uh, disappointed, and I just feel like if you're high in bloom, it's time to start putting your money where your mouth is. You did what you said you're gonna do. Now, let's we'll start acting like the Red Sox. Let's we'll start, you know, spending a little bit of money. I'm not saying go crazy on some money. Um, you know, one thing I was I will say really quick. I was just gonna have this idea. If we don't lock up uh, Turner, which I think he comes back. I think he loves Boston. I think he'll end his career here. I mean, he'll eventually, you know, retire at Dodger, but. We don't if we don't sign him i think uh i think he tried to make a move for uh, paul goldschmidt you know put him at dh he's a free agent after next year i believe 
um, bring him in. I know he's getting a little bit older, but he still steals you 10 bags. He'll hit 20, 25 home runs, and it's pretty decent average. I actually just kind of thought about that. I should have said that earlier. I I, I like, but we we talked about Paul earlier when we did our GM thing. You know, uh, we also did the trade deadline thing. We were talking about Paul. Uh, I want to wrap things up real quick on how pretty was Sedone Raphael's first major league home run last night. And in the excitement and the smile on that kid's face after he hit it. Love to see it. You can't sit there and paint a better picture than that. And I'm glad the kid got the ball back, you know, unlike yeah. earlier this year. But, man, that was just I that blame that family for the bad luck. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so if you're so, listening, I blame you. They're not listening, but, yeah. But, hey, hey, you never know. Like, I, we you, never you thought we would – we would get uh, Devin Marrero's home run ball back. We might get Massa's home run ball back. Did that ever happen? Did that did that ever come yes. to fruition? Yes. Yeah. So that. So was... they met up and the guy he got the ball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. We got to get him back on. So, but no, it, I sit there and and enjoy the uh, you know watching stuff like that. Uh, but guys. Make sure you head on over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, follow us, hit us up on Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you, you know listen to your podcast, check us out. Don't forget about our merchandise. Our merchandise is starting to go fast. We've got Halkamania shirts. We've got some Turner Tough. Throw some dirt on it. We've got the Mikasa Esukasa shirt. We've got the Pesky Podcast logo shirt like George is wearing right now. Uh, For the ladies, we've got the Pesky Party Girls. So, you know, head on over. Get yourself uh, a shirt. Get yourself some fine beverages. You know, we got glasses. We got mason jars. So, but guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until next time, thanks for checking out the Pesky Podcast.